This is the Turf Show Times Draft Podcast. I'm Kenneth Arthur, your host, Turf Show Times writer. I write at Turf Show Times, and I also record a a podcast at Turf Show Times when it is time to record a podcast. And this is one of those times. And the reason for that, in the previous show, if you listened to that, go do that, you can guess what it is. It's a draft podcast about the Rams' first pick, which was 52nd overall, and it was for running back Cam Akers. This one is also on a skill player, and this one is also a skill player out of the state of Florida. The Rams, with the 57th overall pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, as told by Commissioner Roger Goodell, Van Jefferson, wide receiver out of Florida... And Van Jefferson is one of the many receivers in this draft class, specifically the first and second and third round-ish area, who is considered to be, uh, which is considered to, to be strong because it is good, they say. And that these wide receiving prospects of note, one of them being Van Jefferson, current member of the Los Angeles Rams, after they selected him with the 57th overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft, is uh, one of them. I don't remember what the start of that sentence was, but this is the beginning of a new one. Actually, it was the middle, and I was saying the be- I was talking about the beginning at the time of the middle. Speaking of the middle, Van Jefferson could be in the middle of the L.A. Rams offense for years to come as a versatile receiver who is expected to potentially play any of the three receiver slots out there on a football field that could be used by an NFL team. He may specifically be best for the slot position, which I think if you've been following football in the National Football League, you would know that the slot position could be of great usage in the modern game. And you never know when the team known as the LA Rams will need a quality one of those. They've done a great job of developing and helping receivers blossom under head coach Sean McVay since his hiring in the year 2017. So I would have great hope, if I were you, in the potential and future uh, production of one Van Jefferson. He is a going into a good spot. I wrote about this earlier in the month when I said that I thought that the good news, especially if the LA Rams draft a wide receiver on day two, is that they are going to a team that does a great job of helping those guys blossom. You know, when they when they hired Sean McVay in 2017, he went out and got three brand new wide receivers, those being Cooper Cup, a draft pick, and Robert Woods, a free agent signee, and Sammy Watkins, a former top five pick at wide receiver. And I would say that, you know, I would say that Cooper Cup, we all know, has become one of the top receivers in the NFL, which is by far his ceiling, um, so that has to have some credit to Sean McVay. I would say that Robert Woods is much more productive, that's indisputable, and thriving than, than he was as his time with the Buffalo Bills here in L.A. playing with the Rams, so that's good news. And I thought that Sammy Watkins, for all that Sammy Watkins is, is basically, you know, his season with the Rams was as good as Sammy Watkins can do. 
So, and I think he caught eight touchdowns. So that was another thing. And then he brought in Brandon Cooks. And for one year, Brandon Cooks went over 1,200 yards, had one maybe his best season of his career. And he's played with Drew Brees and Tom Brady. So I thought that, you know, that was another job with Brandon Cooks, who unfortunately, for a myriad of reasons, uh, was not as successful last season. And he was traded to the Houston Texans. And then they used that pick to get Van Jefferson. And I think that... That is as good of a swap as most teams can ever hope to make. So, I mean, I am an optimistic type of guy, and I think you may learn that as you uh, learn about me or learn to hate me, or maybe you don't need to learn to hate me. Uh, Some of you have seemed to have that come naturally to you. So congratulations on that. I would just say that I think that swapping out Brandon Cooks for Van Jefferson, which is what they have done here, it doesn't save them any money this season, It you know, because trading Brandon Cooks actually cost them an extra million dollars to do that, but they'll save that money eventually. But to move out Brandon Cooks and then to get in a guy in a wide receiver class that was considered to be so strong where you do believe that when you pick a guy 57th overall, you're getting a guy who, if you had – you know, the 30th pick in the draft, and it wasn't as strong at wide receiver. You might pick him there, or maybe you just pick him there anyway. But I would happen to believe that the Rams made that trade of Brandon Cooks, uh, knowing that this would be a good year for them to get someone, probably Van Jefferson, you know, someone like that, because I think this is in the range where he was expected to go. It's not necessarily a quote-unquote reach, though we don't know at all how he will perform. I just think that he has a great opportunity to perform. So coming to the Rams, and you look, I mean, you watch the highlights of Van Jefferson at Florida. Of course they look good. Everybody's Every receiver gets drafted. Almost all of them have great highlight reels. I mean, maybe not across the board, and there's levels to this, and there are high, there's a hierarchy and tiers of good and great and fantastic highlight reels and stuff like that. The guys are going to get drafted in the seventh round, undrafted, and be like, damn, this guy's got highlights. <laughs> you know, It's like, yeah, of course. And if you play a pickup game outside uh, and some dude comes and wants to play in your pickup game and he just wrecks everyone and tears it up and you find out like that he played – at a Division three college, it's like, of course, because that level is so much better than the average person. And then imagine playing at a Division one college, and then imagine, you know, being in the NBA. This is an NFL, this is an NBA analogy for the NFL, which I guess I could have just done NFL, but there aren't really pickup football games. Anyway, you get the point. Of course these guys are good, and Van Jefferson's good too. And I, I also know that people have criticized his production at Florida, having 503 yards two years ago and 657 yards this year, and then getting drafted 57th overall, to which I thought, I mean, I don't really follow college football closely enough to know. I, I really don't. So I don't know. If you wanted, some of you are out there looking to drag me, uh, I don't know that much about college football, so go ahead and drag me on that. Uh, and I, but my thought was, well, is Florida a passing team? Is there are there yards going out anywhere? I bet Van Jefferson's the leading receiver on his team, and wouldn't you know it? He's been the leading receiver on his team both years, even 503 yards. He's the leading receiver on his team. He's doing it appears what he can, and it wasn't like. Florida had to become a not passing team because of him. 
They haven't had a productive receiver, anybody go even over 800 yards since Demarcus Robinson in 2014. This is not a, a good place. On the other hand, you can certainly say maybe this is not a great place to pluck receivers from, maybe. But obviously, I think the L.A. Rams and several other teams evaluated Van Jefferson and said this guy's a good second-round pick candidate. He's 6'1", 200 pounds, 32-inch arms. Uh, people will tell you about how his dad is Sean Jefferson, a former NFL receiver who spent 13 years in the league and is now a receiver's coach. And I do like that. I like the fact that a guy has spent his entire life around a guy who has spent his entire life playing wide receiver in, in football and then much of that in the NFL. You know, how can you not like that? This guy's had a certain amount of training and, and leadership and, you know, guidance by someone who knows how to grind out. Because Sean Jefferson wasn't a star. He grind out 13 years. So if, if his son has more talent or whatever that means, if he has more athleticism than his dad, what can he do with all that same knowledge? Uh, that's a, that's, I think that's got to be a point in Van Jefferson's favor. So I think that he's got a great uh, support system at home. And I think going to the LA Rams, he has a great support system in Sean McVay and Jared Goff and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and... Tyler Higby and uh, Gerald Everett. So all these veterans that are there, I think he's got a great support system that are going to put him in a good place. And like I said, I think the highlights look good. He looks, you know, it's just one of those things where the passes just look like smooth, you know, and that's sometimes that's not, that's nicer than flashy is that it's just smooth. And so I think that's also what the LA Rams look for in wide receivers. It's sort of uh, how I would describe Cooper Cup, just smooth. I mean, he can make fantastic catches as well. And so I think that this is a, again, people would say about how they passed on offensive line, but clearly the Rams did not care for the offensive line class here. They do not draft one on day two with any of their four picks. Um, they went defense in round three, and they go offense in round two. And I think clearly, pretty obvious, that by cutting Todd Gurley, they select Cam Akers and say, this is going to be our Todd Gurley, not in everything. He doesn't have to be the all pro, all that kind of stuff. He doesn't have to do everything that Todd Gurley could do. But this is going to be our starting running back. And I think that they traded Brandon Cooks. And with that exact same pick, they said, this is going to be our Brandon Cooks. He doesn't have to have 4-2 speed. He doesn't have to do all the things that Brandon Cooks does but he's going to be our number three receiver or whatever. You know, he's going to be that guy. And they don't have to rely on that guy a ton to be successful right now. So I guess in that way, too, knowing that it could be a more difficult time transitioning rookies in because of the pandemic, that we know that um, it, they don't necessarily have to rely on him because they do have veterans like Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, who have been doing it for three going on four years with Goff. Um, so I think that that is an advantage as well to have just like a very solid support system as opposed to maybe the Las Vegas Raiders where they've drafted three wide receivers and everybody's pretty new. And I'm not saying that the Raiders can't be successful <laughs> with, you know, the receivers that they've drafted. Um, 
but that's a lot of new guys. That's all new guys, except for maybe Hunter Renfro next year. And with the Rams, it's just the one new guy. So they just have to put that one new guy in there, and they're saying, hey, you're very talented. We've drafted you even higher than we drafted Cooper Cup. This is the highest drafted you know, receiver, really, in the Sean McVay era, although you know they traded for Brandon Cook. So uh, we know that they've spent a first-round pick on receivers, but this was – a pretty this is a pretty high praise for Van Jefferson, and so I don't do grades. I think that if you listen to that first episode, you would know I, I'm not going to grade a, a team for drafting a player. We don't know what kind of player he's going to be, um, but as far as I think, as far as getting a, a receiver <laughs> this year, I think as far as getting a player who you feel is strongly has a good strong chance of settling in easily because he's got a lot of strong veteran support around him and he's not being asked to be the guy he's not even close to that he might be the number five option you know uh with all that around him i think that's a guy you can develop and hope that if for some reason you do lose cooper cup next year uh you're going into the second year of this guy van jefferson and that's going to be uh, really valuable. So I think in terms of that, hey, they get an A. And in terms of passing on other positions, clearly that's not something that I can really tell until we know how some of these guys turn out at the next level and what they missed out on. So I'm not going to do that. Um, but, you know, I certainly did not – I think that if they were in the top half of the second round, clearly I think there probably were some other wide receivers that they would have maybe picked, or and definitely people would have said, why did you take Van Jefferson over this guy? But in terms of here at 57 and the, the players on the board, I don't know, there, it didn't seem to be that crazy. And people talk about Denzel Mims and stuff like that, but I also know that other people would say Denzel Mims is the least, you know, the biggest risk of all the guys that are liked. So that's uh, that remains to be seen. Um, that's it for this episode of a show. There will be more.